Hey everyone, it's Hannah Bayshuck with Shit You Should Probably Know, the podcast where we actually talk about the shit you're too embarrassed to admit you don't actually know. And I am embarrassed to admit that I do not know about this topic we're having today on hormones. We have Maddie Pollack. She's an integrative nutrition health coach. And this topic, first off, thank you for joining us, Yes, thank you for having me. And don't be embarrassed, by the way. Like, nobody knows. So you're fine. (laughs) Maddie and I are friends. We have a mutual friend, Ciara, who's the best. And Maddie and I were talking and hormones came up. And she was like, yeah, so many people don't know about hormones. It's so misunderstood. And so I was like, we have to do a conversation on this because I'm one of those people who think I know about hormones or I use the word hormones so often in a very like flippant way, you know, when I'm moody or I'm starting my period or I'm, you know, I'm so hormonal. And it's like, what does that really mean? Um, So I guess I just want to start off of like, what does that mean? Like when, how, what technically are hormones in you, from your perspective? Yeah. So our hormones are, they affect everything in our bodies, really. They affect our digestion, our mood, our energy, especially as women, but for men too. And they're part of the endocrine system. We have endocrine glands and different receptor sites on every organ in our body for specific hormones telling those organs what to do. So they basically impact everything. When we talk about hormones as a whole, we're not talking about usually every hormone. Um, As women, we typically are maybe talking more about estrogen, progesterone, and a lot of people are talking about cortisol right now because that is our stress hormone. Right. So those are all your hormones. Yeah. Those are all types of hormones, really. There's tons of different types. We so associate them, obviously, with like moodiness or breaking out in your skin. And so when someone's like, hey, I feel like hormone imbalance is such a hot topic right now. Like, what does it mean to be hormonally imbalanced? And is everyone technically hormonally imbalanced? So no, not everyone. You could definitely have balanced hormones. And that's kind of the goal, ideally. But yeah, hormone imbalances are really, really common. Um, Again, especially in women because of our menstrual cycle. During our menstrual cycle, depending on what phase you're in, your hormones are doing lots of different things. Pregnancy is a really big factor and can really impact our hormone imbalances because our hormones are all over the place during pregnancy and after as your body's trying to come back to homeostasis. But yeah, hormone imbalances really just mean that your levels are kind of off, whether you know maybe you're not producing enough estrogen or you have too much estrogen. Your cortisol is too high because you're too stressed out and your body can't calm down. So that's kind of why hormone imbalances are a big topic right now because like to be honest in today's society in America like most of us probably have too high of cortisol <laughs> on a regular basis because we're so stressed what causes imbalance so stress is a big one um and stress can mean a few different things so stress in kind of the general sense of like i'm working all day i'm not sleeping enough when i wake up i wake up with anxiety cuz i have to run to work like we're basically not allowing our body to calm down. So allowing our nervous system to calm down, which is really, really important because when we're in fight or flight mode, our body produces cortisol and cortisol is telling our body to basically shut down other functions because we're stressed and it thinks we're in basically running from a bear. Um, Our body hasn't gotten used to like our normal lives and just stress now still feels the same in our body as stress did back before we had computers and when we had to like hunt for our food. Um, so our bodies like aren't used to everything that we're doing <laughs> right now. It hasn't, uh, hasn't caught up. 
So, okay. So let's say this. The other night, well, this is what's hard. And this is probably also tied into mental health, whatever. But the other night, I had a flight and I had to get up at 5 a.m. And I'm telling you, my heart was racing. I was just anxious about the flight the next morning or like not waking up or not going. And then just like all the travel I had. And I thought all I could think was like, yes, I'm in fight. It feels like I'm in fight or flight mode. This feels like, like I could physically feel it. And I'm so anxious about getting sick, but you don't think about like it's effect. Now it's affecting your hormones. Now it's affecting this. And so for someone who wants to like balance themselves, their hormones back out, like we just can't, we shouldn't be stressed. That's a tall order. So, and of course, like we're always going to have stressful moments. Life is stressful, but typically we're stressed all the time. And when we're not allowing our bodies to just calm down and like breathe And again, just get our nervous system back to normal. When we're not allowing ourselves to do that, then we're producing too much cortisol over and over and over and over again, which can create adrenal fatigue or HPA axis dysfunction. When we get to that point, then our bodies aren't able to really function optimally. Digestion takes a toll. We can really have estrogen dominance, which makes PMS symptoms worse, makes bloating really bad and cramps. We can have extra inflammation in our body from all of that stress. So by my top tip really is like starting to add in small habits and changes to your daily routine that can help you calm down. Whether it's like a two minute meditation in the morning or journaling for a minute at night, like whatever it is that you can start with, just start because it's really, really helpful to just take a moment like for yourself. Like you're a new mom, Hannah. You also work full time. You also travel a lot. Like, you know, it's hard, but just starting with like a small, tiny habit that you can start to form can be huge and really, really helpful. Yes, that's important. I'm really trying to make an effort to like do more breathing, do more meditation. But I also, when it comes to like specifically hormone imbalance, I know people who use like creams or have like supplements. Like what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think those are all great and they can be helpful. But if we're not doing the basics of taking care of ourselves, those aren't going to do anything. Like we need to eat well, we need to manage our stress and we need to move our bodies and we need to sleep. Like if we're not doing those, a supplement isn't going to help us. So first and foremost, to try and take care of yourself and prioritize your health as much as you can. And then if you're still maybe not getting enough, some like enough nutrients from food, just, you know, because of how your body reacts to things, then you can maybe take a supplement. But I think people are so into taking supplements right now and are seeing all these things on TikTok and Instagram of like, this made me feel so much better. And it's like, yeah, it might be, but why? Like, let's understand what's maybe low so that you can kind of help to optimize that, whether it's like B6 or, you know, different things like that. So I think just kind of better understanding your body and like, why are these things happening to get to the cause rather than just like taking a supplement. When I was looking up like what causes hormone imbalance, obviously it was puberty, it was pregnancy, it was menopause, stress. Like I also know from these conversations I've been having and also talking to you, like diet is so important or like the lotion cause hormonal imbalance. So are those just really, really minimal versions of hormonal imbalance that we should be worried about? Or are you, is there anything where you're like, no, that causes it? So food wise, I always tell all my clients, like aim for like 85, 15 balance. Um, so kind of 85% of the time we're eating really clean. We're paying attention to the ingredients that we're eating. We're really noticing how our body feels. And 15% of the time, 
like enjoy, indulge, don't worry about it. Because we need balance, right? Or like we need to enjoy life and not worry about it. Because then if we worry about it too much, that also causes stress, which is also not good. So we want to be balanced. Um, but yeah, if we're eating processed food all the time, again, not allowing our bodies to detox, to get rid of any inflammation that's in there, to help our immune system with nutrients, then we're causing more stress on our body. And that can cause hormonal imbalance. Because again, we're just not allowing our body to kind of come back to normal and come back to like the optimal function because we're kind of giving our body inflammatory foods all the time over and over. Right. I mean, I honestly, like as you're saying this, I'm thinking... Look, I have so much support around me, an amazing community and a great system going, but it is kind of like you have to choose the lesser of two evils, right? Like, okay, so eating healthy and cooking will make me feel better. My body will be better, but like cooking stressful, like I'm not an, an, I'm not like a natural chef, right? And then it's like, or do I order out every night? I'm like, like, that's not good for me either. That also stresses me out. So it's kind of like balancing. I guess I'm just telling everybody right now, like, I get it. Life is stressful. Like, it's not perfect. So I think it's always having these conversations. It's like, what what can we do that's practical? How can we help balance our hormones? Because like you said, at the end of the day, you know, I don't know what quote it was, but it was somebody was like, we spend mo- half of our life trying to make money and then the second half using all that money trying to be healthy again. Uh, so I know we talked about the hormonal imbalance could obviously cause mood swings. It can cause... Um, acne, breakouts, stress, all of that. But I did read also that 38% of women who suffered from hormonal imbalance felt like they had a lot of memory loss. And then a 26% like had urinary inconsistency. And there's just like a list of other symptoms of hormone imbalance. Like what are some other ones you see that we could be looking out for that we're like, hmm. The number one thing I would say is as women, because I'm, I am going to talk about just the female body for a second. Is if you have irregular periods, or if you have really bad PMS symptoms, like debilitating, where you can't go to work, or it's causing you know to you to stop some part of your life, um, or if you feel horrible, like more than just a few days before you get your period you most likely have some sort of hormonal imbalance and you should maybe go get your hormone levels checked just to kind of see what's going on in your body. So that's kind of the biggest revelation I had. Like we're actually not supposed to have PMS symptoms and it's not necessarily like a normal thing. Like that is kind of a sign that something's going on in your body. Wow. That's a huge statement. Yeah. You heard it here first. It's really interesting. Like I notice in my body now, I'm just more mindful of how I'm feeling around my period. And I have always had irregular periods. So, you know, sometimes they're still irregular. But I really noticed like, as an example, after the holidays, during the holidays, eating everything, lots of sugar, lots of alcohol, traveling a lot, all the things. The period I got after that was so horrible, (laughs) like horrible cramps, had to take a day off work was really bloated, had a headache, all those things. And then the month after that, I was like home eating clean. I did a two-week reset at the start of the year in terms of food. And that period, like I barely knew it was coming. Like I barely had cramps, didn't... It's crazy. Like my boobs didn't hurt. Like it's so crazy how much it affects like food and stress and all that. 
It's so true. I've got to get back on like my healthy train. I mean, I'm releasing these podcasts and I, I, it's like with the more information, you know, it's like, why do you still do insane stuff? Like, I don't know. I had ramen. The way justice for ramen, it is good. But like, I woke up so bloated this morning, you know, and I, I just, I've been eating so unhealthy lately. So this is such a good reminder. Um, but look, like, is there anything else we're leaving out of the conversation when it comes to hormones? Like, is there, cause I think at the end of the day, you're right. Like, it isn't just your mood. Like, be conscious and be aware. I think, I think when we look at a lot of things when it comes to our health, stress is a huge disruptor of that. It's really hard to control it. It takes just more than just having the tools and skill sets of your mental capacity, but also, like you said, like food, diet, you know, balancing all those things out. But is there anything we're leaving out of this conversation that we want people to know? I mean, there's so many things. Hormones are so interesting. But I would just say the number one thing truly, just start slow and be gentle and like kind to yourself. I would start with kind of auditing your like routine. And just be like, okay, where in the day can I add in some time for myself? That is the number one thing I work on with clients in addition to food. Like, where can I just take time for myself to just breathe and like calm down for a second? Um, Starting there is amazing because then you kind of are speaking to your brain of like, okay, I take time for myself. I breathe, like I can calm down. So that would be just my number one kind of tip, if you will, of how to like start just allowing and protecting your body and allowing it to come back to like homeostasis. Right. I mean, I do just want to end this though also by saying like, so people know I was looking up hormone disruptors and like ways they're using the word hidden endocrine disruptors. Endocrine disruptors. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, are there Mm -hmm. any you think that like, and I was looking at some of them and some of them like, okay, not everyone uses like some of these like ridiculous things, but is there anything that you know specifically where you're like every, you know, like everyone wants to buy that lip gloss, but like it actually might be full of hormone disruptor. Like, is there anything that people are using that you'd be like, be careful? Yeah, honestly, I don't want to make a blanket statement like that. And I think it's really just like be conscious of how your body reacts to things. Like there are xenoestrogens, there's environmental toxins everywhere now. Our phones and computers aren't great for us. Like they're everywhere. So if we kind of stress about that, it's a little bit, it's a lot. So focus on what you can do, what you can add in to your life rather than what you need to take away. I was looking at the list. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, it's stressful. It's like, oh my God, like sunscreen, but like then I I get skin cancer. Like, what am I supposed to like? Just try to add in rather than take out. Yeah, extreme eliminations. Well, this was so helpful. Thank you so much for walking us through just like a quick overview of like what your hormones are, how we can be more conscious of them. And I think it's a really important thing. Obviously, this is a conversation for both men and women, but at the same time, like the female body is important. And let's be real we are speaking to, I'd say a female audience. And I appreciate you giving us a little rundown to help yeah. us walk through this You're journey. So I actually, awesome. one of my friends told me that in the, in, in, a, in one month, women usually only have one week of truly balanced hormones just due to their body's fluctuation. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It's free. Our bodies are amazing like I'm sorry we create humans like it's crazy but we just like we don't learn about it like in school it's so insane when I was learning about all this I was just like 
what? Like, that's so yeah. cool. So, um, yes, no, I'm so happy you had me on and I'm grateful to be able to share my knowledge and I hope it's helpful. I know. What's that line in the Megan Trainer song? Like, hold on. Oh yeah. But you can't even make life bish. I think she says bitch, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you, know, you with your God complex, but you can't even make life bitch. I'm like, exactly. Um, exactly. Like, I love that. I love that. <laughs> like, you God complex, but you can't even make life like fucking facts. Like it's grow crazy. That shit yeah. No. Yeah. Our bodies are crazy and it's because of our hormones, how like amazing they are. So we got to take care of them. We got to balance them. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And I'm sure you'll be back with your wealth of knowledge. Per usual, the information shared on this podcast reflects my views or opinions or those of my guests and is presented as a general information only without guaranteeing its completeness. Nothing in this episode is intended to be or shall be construed as a statement of fact or any legal, medical, or other professional advice. Any reference to a specific product or entity is not an endorsement or recommendation unless expressly stated otherwise.